Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I'm your host, Hanan Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hi, everyone. So today I wanted to talk about something that um, I believe would be beneficial for everyone. I have to first start by thanking everyone who joined me for Woman Up. It was amazing. I loved it. I love the energy. I love the vibes. I love sharing. And I'm loving this community that is being formulated as we speak. This is from corporate powerhouse to CEO of your business and your life. And this is the amazing part about it. So um, today, based on everything we have been talking about and based on the concept of being empowered to grow, I wanted to talk a bit more about our physical health, which or our physical environment, which in turn actually impacts our emotional and mental health as well. So I learned a couple of concepts um, during my health coaching certification that were quite beneficial. And I thought I want to share them a bit more in detail with you today. The first one being primary food. And what does primary food mean? It means um, that the fact that whatever's on our plate is not just what is being fed into our body, meaning that primary food is not just about food on your plate that includes the fats and the carbs and the proteins and the water intake, whatever healthy oils you are taking and the physical activity and everything else. It actually has a lot more related to it and all of the other elements within your life, within the circle of life, actually impact your health as well. Impact your health, impact your wellness and impact your happiness. And there are a lot of times I know personally, and I think I've shared this uh, more than once as a story, is I, I did that part. I focused on my uh, food. I focused on my exercise, um, vigorous exercise, and I found myself gaining weight. And I didn't understand. I, I was like actually feeling quite frustrated at that point in time and feeling a little bit angry at my body, only to know that my body's, again, my body's primary purpose is to protect me. It's our survivability. And thus, accordingly, I had to stop and say, okay, what else is happening? And at that point, I was going through my doctorate degree, the last year of that thesis, that crunch that had a lot happening to it. More importantly, I was also very um, unclear about where my career will go from there, from that point. I was um, within a few toxic relationships, friendships, and, and being impacted by people in my life. I was... Um, my financials were devastated <laughs> because I was going through all of that. And all of this, my body was taken, um, was taking in as uh, elements to impact my wellness and my happiness. So whatever I thought I was doing physically was not actually impacting, that was not getting through. Why? Because my sympathetic nervous system was being activated, was activated all the time, as in my fight or flight mode or freeze. And that meant that my body went into a defense mode, as in I don't want to, I'm not 
taking in whatever you're eating, <clears throat> excuse me, for, for, to build my body. I'm not taking in it for the immunity. I'm not taking it even for their productive, whatever it is, all these systems are put on place uh, on hold. And I'm just trying to protect our survivability. I'm going to take in every food you're doing, and I'm going to kind of really reserve it for fat because we're going to need it to run away from that saber tooth that is trying to, um, line that is trying to attack us, which is not actually what was happening, but that's how our body um, translates those triggers that are happening in our life. So if we want to think of it from another perspective, let's look at it from the circle of life. Look at everything else that is in your life that composes your life, and then accordingly think how this imp is impacting me right now. So breaking it down, we have our work and that work could be your job, <clears throat> excuse me, and or could be your um, uh, business. If you're business, building a business on the side, we all know how also that's uh, the amount of stress that comes along with it. Um, your relationships and your relationships have a few folds to them. We're talking about romantic relationships, family relationships, friendships, work relationships, um, your relationship with your children, if you have children. So these are all, and your relationship with your tribe, as in those, your besties, the people who get you, the people who are that tribe, whether that tribe is within the business element or within the, your personal life, or even within your hobbies. Um, these relationships and the type and the people involved in these relationships impact you as well. Okay, then we have your spirituality part, whether it's it's not necessarily related to religion, but it could be definitely on a religious uh, basis or background. And that as well impacts you. And generally for me, the way I look at spirituality is just that feeling of being connected to um, bigger force and um, to earth into everything around us, rather than just being isolated in what we do. Then we have our finances. And we also know that when the, the cash flow is limited, we feel restrained as well. But again, looking at it from a bigger perspective, there are a lot more profits that you could be looking at, such as your wellness and your happiness and your well-being generally versus just the money part of it. But of course, we need the money to um, finance and to take care of our everyday stuff. We also have our education part. And whether that education is a formal education or is the extra certifications or whatever you're needing to get through to that next level of whatever your aspirations are, then that element as well um, impacts your uh, well-being and your wellness. We have, of course, our health. Our health is um, whether we're talking about our this this part we're talking about our physical health, um, and this impacts how we feel if we do get um, God forbid any chronic disease or something that impacts how we feel about ourselves and our capabilities and our possibly our limitations. And these are elements that we need to think how to optimize it for a longer, healthier life. Um, next comes our physical activity: how much and how we are moving. And um, with that comes, I say that physical activity does not necessarily have to mean that you going to the gym to do a sort of exercise. It means that you moving your body in any way that makes you happy, that brings you joy, and that makes you feel empowered. Yes, of course, if you are training to um, an Ironman competition, 
that is a huge, of course, physical activity that contributes to your wellness, but also it contributes to your stress because you have certain parameters you have to fit in with, or you have, you're aspiring to, to fit in um, that competition and get a place. But physical activity, then it could mean what well, yoga, it could mean um, breathing. It, oh, no, breathing does not count as a physical activity, but it is very important for your physical uh, health as well. Um, it includes uh, walking, hiking, dancing, um, whatever it is that works for you, whether you're talking about CrossFit and a very vigorous type of exercise, or you're talking about just walking around the block, that is a physical activity and choose one that works for you, works for you as in works for your body and what makes you feel good, but also works for your life. So you're not enforcing it onto your life and then finding, and then within a week to 10, finding a reasons like I can't do this anymore. I can't keep up. So find something that you can keep up with in, in a way that empowers you to grow with it. Um, wholesome nutrition. And this is the part where I refer to as nourishment. I went on a detox a few weeks ago. And um, as I was detox of coffee, of any processed foods, usually we're not really, we have eliminated a lot of the processed foods that goes um, into our home. But uh, also I made sure to not to have processed foods, not to order in pizza or anything. Um, and it was uh, 12 days. But the point is a lot of it was uh, fruit-based smoothies, fruit and veggie-based smoothies, and then a wholesome meal with it um, along the day. And as I was preparing the foods each day for, for that smoothie or for whatever, I was looking at it and I'm like, wow, you know, these are my building blocks. These are the elements that I'm feeding into my body, putting in mind that everything that goes through your mouth is a building block for your cells. So think of what you want to nourish your body with. Don't think of nutrition. Don't think of diets. Don't think of that. Think about nourishment. And when I say nourishment is if I'm having an apple versus I'm having an apple pie, what do you think is going to nourish my body more? How do you think the cells are, and, and my body is going to break that down into what elements that the cells will be absorbing later? So I decided I want to nourish my body and I want to take care of my physical health and my physical body. Why? Because I'm aspiring to be healthy for as long as I can moving into um, the years to come. And um, this for me is like, you know, think of the, the very um, uh, simple example is think of a car. What kind of fuel are you putting in your car? If you're putting in fuel that is um, impure, the car will break down eventually. And it breaks down in a way possibly that could not be fixed again. And we don't want this for our bodies. If our bodies are our vessels that hold us through, that carry us through life, I want to nourish it as much as possible. And yes, sometimes there are elements that are out of your control. You don't always, you can't always eat 100% healthy. And that's not really a requirement. But think of the building blocks that you want um, over your lifetime. So that's when it comes to wholesome nutrition, as much, um, you know, the saying goes, we learned it, that um, eat what comes from a plant, not what was made in a plant as in a manu uh, manufacturing factory. Um, so think of it from that perspective. Next comes our home environment and our personal space. 
Yes, I understand that we don't all have a lot of space to work with. Yes, we are sharing that space with one, two, ten people in our household. But creating a corner, even if it's just your bed, even if it's just your chair, your dresser, your bathroom, whatever it is, creating a corner within that space that is personalized to you, that contains um, relaxing elements for you, that contains the colors that you like, that contains something, is definitely um, an activity that is worthwhile. Why? Because it makes you feel that environment. It makes you feel that containment and um, that personalization of your environment. So um, focus on that. When your house is cluttered, when your environment is cluttered, when it is, um, when you, it, when you feel cramped within it, and cramped by the clutter, not cramped as in how big the space is. That in itself translates into your body. It manifests in, in how you think and how you act. And accordingly, you want to streamline your environment. Um, look through the things that are just laying around or have been laying around for years. I know every time I go to my mom's place, there's something that has been there since the last time I visited. Sorry, mom. But um, it's something that I just enjoy going around and just making sure things that are no longer needed within the household that are just adding to the, uh, the clutter within the house are taken care of, are, are disposed of. If, if they're in good condition, they could pa be passed on to new owners. Um, if they're not, then, well, you need to discard of them. And um, that applies to your drawers, that applies to your wardrobe, that applies, those kind of things will just, one by one, you will work towards streamlining elements of your environment, and that entails elements of your life. So uh, it's a bit deep to think of it from that perspective, but it is actually that way. Uh, social life. Yes, uh, it doesn't mean that you have to be going out every single day. It doesn't mean that you have to be meeting someone for a coffee or dinner or an outing or whatever sorts on a, sing, um, on a daily basis. But you do need to think about what feeds you. I've experienced so much personally and with people around me that are they're overcommitting to social um, uh, over committing to social outings that they're not excited about at all. They're actually quite stressed going to this place, meeting that person or this person or um, having to sit for some time or having, they've got other commitments they've got still got to take care of and all of this just because they need to show up or they need to um, do it as a favor for someone or um, they're part of a bigger group and there's no way that they're not there all the time. And I, I ask you to go through that again. Go through those social commitments that you have, your social life generally. Find the ones um, that you really want to commit to, that you really want to show up to, and those that feed you. So you're going, you're excited, you're going to be meeting with these people, you're going to have these conversations that enrich you rather than just being at places that drain you and, and take away that valuable time resource that you've got and just ending up being um, 
feeling not so great afterwards. So social life is a very important um, aspect within this. Next, we come with the extracurricular activities. And that doesn't mean that, again, it's something that you have to physically go to, something you could do within your home, something uh, you could be listening to, so, uh, an instrument you could be playing, uh, a dance you wanted to learn, a language you wanted to learn. These are all elements that add to the enrichment of your life and add to the circle of your life and ultimately contribute to your wellness as well. And it doesn't have to be a time consuming or a money consuming activity. As I said, it could be something that could be done five to 10 minutes a day. I picked up learning Spanish last year. I haven't been consistent and that is something that I really want to, I'm planning and I will, now I'm quitting in front of you, to go back to doing. And this it literally took 10 minutes a day. And it's an app on my phone. I could do it any time of the day. Whenever I have 10 minutes, I'll just um, go in and commit for a few more minutes and, um, and start doing it. So that's it. But, you know, we don't have to make everything big. We can start with very small things that take very little of our time and our effort and our energy and our resources of money as well. And then accordingly bring up or increase the commitment once we are ready for it. Um, that also includes activities that are related to creativity. And um, when we talk about creativity is about anything that you enjoy doing, um, whether by hand or writing or listening or something, these are flow inducing activities. Um, a lot of them are actually related to what you do. So just being mindful of what you're doing there. And flow means that you're in the moment, you're in the zone. This is the time where if you recall, there are times that You've been doing something and you realize, oh my God, it's been two hours. I hadn't realized this. And that is it. That's flow. That's a state of flow. Usually a lot of artists get it uh, and musicians and everything. They're just so in the moment, so enjoying what they're doing. They just, and writers, they just lose their self with the time. And last but not least, I ask you to think of your joy. Stop. Time out and think of what brings you joy. What are the things, the people, the situations, the activities that bring you joy? Think of yourself as a child. Think of that joyful child and um, think of how you can incorporate, consciously incorporate joy in your life because you deserve it. And we all know that with smile, um, with a smile and with an open heart and with a joyful heart and mind, this goes a long way in our overall wellness and our happiness. So um, these are the things I wanted to share with you today. Um, I'm hoping that uh, you take them to heart and you look at your life from the perspective of your um, primary food, your circle of life, and your nourishment in every sense possible. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. Bye guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.